0: There's only one. There's only one pod in the Motor City that's keeping you up to date on everything Detroit sports. This is The Daily Ticket with your host, Jeff Rieger. Hey everybody, what's going on? Jeff Rieger. Another episode of The Daily Ticket. This one for Tuesday, October 24th, 2023. Hello everybody. Welcome to Tuesday. This is the last good weather week of the year. I'm not even kidding. Have you seen the forecast for next week? We're talking bone-chilling 45 degrees. Have you seen it for this week? We're talking sunny and 70. I don't like weeks like this because I'll take advantage of them. I'll enjoy them. I'll believe it's here for a little bit. Then you're going to wake up on Monday, and man, is it going to be cold outside. And you're going to be saying to yourself, we got four or five months of this now. Crap, I already missed the good weather. So, live in the moment, people. Seize the day. What is that? Carpe diem. Enjoy yourself. Because the lousy weather's coming and the good stuff is going bye-bye. Kind of like maybe Michigan's football season. Did you hear the breaking news yesterday? I mean, this never ends. It is amazing. After Michigan pummeled Michigan State 49-0, they get a bye week. But there's stuff to talk about with Michigan because we now have more on Connor Stallions. The individual that was suspended with pay by Michigan, he's at the center of the Michigan sign stealing scandal. Stallions is a former United States Marine Corps. He was a captain. And on his LinkedIn, he bragged that he had a knack of identifying and exploiting critical vulnerabilities and centers of gravity in the opponent scouting process. He was a volunteer at Michigan, according to LinkedIn, from 2015 to 2022. Then he was hired full-time in May of 2022. So it comes out that Stallions, over the last three years, bought tickets in his own name for more than 30 Big Ten games. That's according to sources at 11 different league schools. They told the SPN that. Stallions apparently buys the tickets. He didn't go to the games himself. But he'd give them to his buddies or his co-workers or his family members. And apparently, Big Ten schools are checking surveillance. And you see Stallion's group doing this the whole time. If you're watching on YouTube, they're just filming the sideline. You got to believe your hands would get tired, right? Steady hand is needed. But they're filming the sidelines. An opposing Big Ten school looked up in the stadium surveillance video from a game earlier this year. And apparently it shows a person in a seat using a ticket that Scallion purchased. And the entire time they're just filming. They're doing one of these. They're doing one of those. Apparently, sources, the ESPN, confirmed that Stallion's purchased tickets to the Ohio State-Penn State game that was last weekend. Nobody showed up, though. Nobody showed up. Tickets were for Big Ten games. Apparently, tickets were for also CFP opponents. What else do I have to tell you? Stallions would forward the tickets to at least three other individuals with the ticket transfer showing up through ticket data tracking. He'd buy the tickets on StubHub or SeatGeek, and apparently, sometimes, he did two for the price of one. Because let's say Indiana was playing Michigan in a couple weeks. Maybe Indiana in the game that Stallions bought tickets to was playing Penn State, so Stallions would buy the tickets with his own money. Big Ten tickets, by the way, can be very pricey, as you know. And he would give the tickets to his buddies or his coworkers or his network. Let's just call them the network. And he'd have one guy sit on one side stealing the Indiana signs, doing this, and he'd have another guy sit on the other side stealing the Penn State signs, doing this. Then I would assume the video then makes it way back to Stallions, and then he breaks it down and he comes up with the other team's signs. But I found it interesting because usually Stallions is looking for similar seats. He wants his guys on the 45-yard line and raised up so they have a clear view of the opposition (laughs) sideline. Three years has been going on. I mean, I'm sorry that I laugh, and I'm sure some Michigan fans are a little annoyed by it. We just did a radio show. Some Michigan fans are truly beside themselves because they think they're cheating. This is a rule, guys, that was established in 1994, okay? And it was established not because they were afraid of one side getting an unfair advantage. It was established because not every school can afford to send somebody to an opposing off-campus game. Apparently in 2021, The rule was thought about to be rescinded because they decided that it did not really offer a a clear advantage to a team to send somebody to a stadium. And then apparently it was voted down. So it's still a rule. It does look like Michigan broke the rules or at least Stallion broke the rules. But the big question here is, did Michigan know about it? And the answer is, how could they not know about it? So Stallions purchases the tickets with his own money. Up until 2022 in May, he was an intern. He was a volunteer. So you're telling me a guy that in May of 2022 started making 55 grand, that this guy is buying all these Big Ten tickets, thousands of dollars in Big Ten tickets over the last three years, and not getting the money back from somewhere? Don't you think he put the tickets in his own name so Michigan could have some kind of plausible deniability? Like, if you're Michigan and you know about this, and I'm not saying if they did or didn't, I guess that's going to come out, right? NCAA's got to prove that they knew about this. But once you think that you say, hey, Stallions, go do this. We'll give you the money for the tickets, but you're buying them in your own name. And maybe we'll give you some money on the side here because at 55K, you're breaking NCAA rules. Maybe you need to make a little more. So then he gets busted, right? Sources are saying that he's buying tickets. They're doing this. They're taking illegal video. It's not allowed. They're eventually stealing signs. Again, I want to actually credit Michigan. I want to pat him on the back. I want to say good job because I want a school. I want a guy, Harbaugh, to want to win as bad as they want to win. But getting back to the situation. So Stallions buys the tickets with his own money. And now he's able. Media companies have reached out to him. They want to comment. He's not commenting. So he was a captain in the Marine Corps. His reputation is now shot. He's now known for breaking NCAA rules. He's a big Michigan fan. Don't you think he'd want to clear his name? Why does he want to do a media interview? Why? I would assume he doesn't want to do a media interview because Michigan doesn't want him to, because then he would have to say Michigan knew. And even if Harbaugh did not know, somebody had to know, don't you think? I cannot come up with the scenario that this guy was doing it on his own unless he's the biggest Michigan fan in the world and apparently his parents are too and he was just trying to prove himself and you're telling me nobody knew what was going on. I find that very hard to believe. I also think that it probably helped. Why else would you do it? Do you know? They claim this has been going on for 30 years. 30 years, 30 games rather. 3 years. So if you want to hop in the old time machine, let's go back thirty games, twenty twenty season. Do you remember the twenty twenty COVID season? Michigan went two and four the COVID season. They skipped the Maryland game, they skipped the Buckeye game, they skipped the Iowa game. They said COVID test COVID can't play in these games. Now we all know what happened. Kirk Herbstreit went on Sports Center or the CFP show and said, "Listen." They're waving the white flag. They don't want to play the Buckeyes because the Buckeyes are going to kick their butts. You can believe whatever you want to believe if you think a bunch of kids had COVID or if you think that Michigan was simply ducking Ohio State. Whatever the case is, it was good on Harbaugh because that bought them some time. They were 2-4 and that year. They had not yet beat the Buckeyes. Things had not turned around. Now, yeah, they were winning a lot of games, but they couldn't win a bowl game, and they couldn't beat Ohio State, and they were losing the Michigan State way too often. And they were two and four, so Ward Manuel cut the salary of Jim Harbaugh. He was making eight million. All of a sudden, snip—he's making four million. And then a funny thing happened. Twenty twenty-one rolls around. Michigan goes twelve and two. Twenty twenty-two rolls around. Michigan goes thirteen and one. This year rolls around. Michigan is yet to lose. Then you go back to the fact that Stallions has been doing this for about thirty games in multiple Big Ten venues scouting teams in person, which is against the NCAA law. I don't think it's a huge deal, but it is what it is. It seems like it helped, right? Michigan has lost three games in this span. This could have saved Harbaugh's butt. So you don't think you knew about it? You don't think that Harbaugh and company were doing everything they could to save their jobs? The timeline matches up. I'm not saying one thing or the other. I don't know what's happening. I'll wait for the investigation to play out. But it sure does seem suspicious, doesn't it? Sure does seem like Michigan was cheating. And again, I don't think it's the biggest of deal. I want a team that's willing to go that far to win football games. But it does seem like Michigan did this. And Stallions did this. And while Michigan fans will probably come up with other ways that this could have happened without Harbaugh or somebody else knowing, Harbaugh doesn't even have to know. It could be somebody under Harbaugh. You're talking about a lack of institutional control. You also wonder, since Michigan's already being investigated to begin with, this investigation for the sign stealing, does that now mean that the punishment could be no more serious? And nobody knows. Because there isn't a punishment on the book for this to begin with. The whole thing is kind of stupid, if we're being completely honest. It's kind of dumb. But it does look like Michigan's guilty, doesn't it? It does look like they know exactly what they were doing. Go back to those games that they lost over the last three years. They lost to Michigan State a couple years ago. That was the Canine game. He ran for five touchdowns, right? If you go back and watch that game, Jay Johnson, the O.C. made Michigan no huddle defensively. Michigan never had to do that. Michigan State never showed that. Thus, Michigan State won the game. So even though that Michigan may have scouted illegally the Sparties, maybe Michigan State knew, switch things up. They walked away with the victory. What about the other game that Michigan lost? They lost to Georgia in the CFP. Now, maybe it just turns out that Georgia was the better team. But Georgia also calls plays from the line of scrimmage. And then you can check off the initial look. Trust me, if people think Michigan was stealing signs, which people think that that's how this broke to begin with, I'm sure everybody knew it. I'm sure everybody was trying to be somewhat, somewhat careful with their signs, right? And then go to TCU. That was the other game that they lost in the CFP last year. There's a theory, a working theory out there. I'm not saying I subscribe to this theory, but maybe because TCU wasn't really supposed to make the CFP to begin with, maybe Michigan didn't even bother scouting TCU. But other reports, by the way, do say that Michigan did not just scout Big Ten teams, but they also scouted CFP teams. So you got to believe what you want to believe. I believe, I'll tell you what I believe, that Michigan cheated. I believe they're the cheaters and the best because I don't care. This is going to go away. Odds that Harbaugh is back next year seem minuscule anyway. If he decides to bail after this year, big deal, right? Hopefully you win a national championship and you got some memories. Are you worried they're going to vacate the wins over the last three years? I don't know how they could do that, but nobody really knows what the punishment can be. Michigan looks guilty. Connor Stallions bought a bunch of tickets to a bunch of games under his own name. And you got to believe that somebody knew about it. That's Connor Stallions boss. That's what I think. That's what I believe. But I also have said it a billion times. I don't really care. I'm just enjoying it. I keep going back to this rule to begin with. And I know the Spartans out there are going to say, you got to follow the rules. I don't care if you think the rule is stupid. You got to follow the rules. And I hear what you're saying, but the rule is kind of stupid, isn't it? Now, it does seem like it's helped Michigan. So maybe it's not stupid. But to think that they were thinking about getting rid of this rule to begin with in 2021. And back in 94, they made the rule just because it was a financial rule, because not every school could send somebody on the road to scout a team. I don't know how, I don't know big of a deal it is. Maybe Michigan just did it better than everybody else. They hired a former Marine captain. That's forte was code breaking, sign stealing. Never a bad thing to hire a smart guy. Never against the law to hire a smart guy, I don't think. So I'm just curious where you are at here. It doesn't bug me at all. But I also acknowledge that it probably helped the Wolverines over the last three years. I want to give you one more thing, maybe a little bit of proof. Point spread-wise, Mike Valenti does the show in the afternoon. He had this. His buddy sent this to him. I just want to give this to you. Under Jim Harbaugh, from 2015 to 2020, Michigan covering the spread, they were 32-38-1. not that good but then go back to 2021 when the signs stealing and the surveillance began since then they're 22 11 and 2 against the spread that's ridiculously good that's insane what does that tell you maybe it worked i don't know so i'm just curious where you are at on this entire thing i do find it funny that no coaches have really spoken up about this thing why because maybe they do it too We talked about it, I think, last podcast. Urban Meyer was notorious for hiring a coach that all he did was scout Michigan. You're telling me that coach didn't find a way to a Michigan game off campus of Ohio State when the Buckeyes weren't playing them? I think the answer is probably yes, but again, I can't prove anything. I don't know. I don't think it's that big of a deal. It doesn't bother me at all. I guess you already think I'm an immoral guy to begin with, but I'm curious where you're at. Does this latest information mean Michigan's guilty? Probably. That's what I think. That's question number one. Question number two, does it bother you? If you're a state fan, if you're a Michigan fan, if you're an Indiana fan, I want to know. Comment section below. While you're leaving a comment, rate and review and subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Let me know. I do find the entire thing fascinating, though. Connor Stallions. <laughs> I want to go is for Halloween, is Connor Stallions. I don't even know what this guy looks like. I actually wish Connor Stallions would join the podcast. How great would that be if the daily ticket broke this story wide open because we were the one news gathering group, if you will, to get Connor Stallions? Connor, if you're watching, please come on. You have an open invite. I'll pay you. I don't have that much money. Probably can't pay as much as Michigan might pay you. But I'll give you whatever's in my wallet. Here, I go into those Ridge wallets. Let's see. I got a solid 30 right here. Connor, call me. I'll get you right on. So let me know in the comment section below. What do you think? What are your feelings with this latest bit of breaking news in the Michigan sign-stealing scandal? Let's get to the comments, shall we? If you ever watch The Daily Ticket, you know that I read a good comment and I read a bad comment. If you're nice enough to leave them, I read them, I interact with them, and here's the good comment. Simply says, hey Jeff, how good is Alex DeBrinket?" The answer, pretty damn good. Do you know that Alex DeBrinket leads the NHL in points with 12 and goals with 8? Had a hat trick the other day. Jim Costa, guy I work with, does a great job, has his own podcast, Cash the ticket with Valenny. He tweeted out that if Dabrinkit doesn't score in the next 10 games, he's still on pace to break 40 goals this season. That Wings team is unbelievable. They've won five straight. They play Seattle tonight. They're 5-1-0. They have the most points in the Eastern Conference. They've scored the most points in the NHL and make the most goals in the NHL. They have the best goal differential in the NHL. Dabrinkit has the most goals in the NHL. He has the most points in the NHL. Dylan Larkin is right behind. He's got one less point than Dabrinkit. So he's number two for point leaders in the NHL. This team's fun. Good goalie tandem. Rhymer, and, of course, Huso. Deep team. JT Confer doesn't score a whole lot, but he plays 20 minutes a game. That's a newbie that Eiserman went out and brought newcomer to this team. How good has Shane Gost been? The power play is the best in the NHL. This Wings team is fun. And they should be a Seattle team tonight that has scored all of 11 goals this season in like five, six games. They average less than two goals a game. So, maybe, just maybe, this Wings team can make the postseason. Hell, forget the postseason. Let's get a top three seed. What do you think? In the Atlantic Division. But the Wings so far have been awesome just awesome. Here's the bad comment. It simply just says, Jeff, you're a bitch. That's all it says. All right. That's it. That's all. You're a bitch. Okay. Thank you for sharing. Another episode of the Daily Ticket in the Books. Everybody will catch you tomorrow on a Wednesday. We'll recap what the Wings did against Seattle. Plus, I got a very scary theory for the Detroit Lions. We'll get to, we'll do that tomorrow on a Wednesday. Guys, let me know, comment section below. Where do you fall as far as the Harbaugh stuff and the Connor Stallion stuff and the sign stealing stuff? It's just interesting to me. And again, I'll applaud Michigan for going that extra mile. But at the same time, it does seem like they probably cheated. Cheaters and the best. We won a national title. I really don't care, though. All right, let me know what you think. We'll catch you tomorrow on The Daily Ticket. It's fun as always. Thank you, everybody. Goodbye.